This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, July 16, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. The Canadian experience with national health care has produced waiting lines, rationed care, and it has not produced the preventive and patient-focused care that just about everyone wants. So says Sally Pipes, president and CEO of the Pacific Research Institute and author of the new book, The Top Ten Myths of American Healthcare. She spoke at the Cato Institute's Hayek Auditorium yesterday. People who live in countries with socialist government-run systems wait and wait. Silvio Berlusconi, the um, f- a prime minister of Italy, when he was told that he needed a heart pacemaker, he didn't listen to Michael Moore and have it implanted in Rome or Paris or London, even Havana, Cuba. He came here to the Cleveland Clinic where he had his heart pacemaker installed. My mother, who in June 2005 was convinced she had colon cancer. And she went to her primary care doctor who said, no, you don't have colon cancer. So living in San Francisco, when my mother told me that, I said, well, how does he know? And she said, well, he just told me I didn't. So I said, well, call him back and tell him you need a colonoscopy. So she did. And so she went to see him. And he said, well, at your age, we cannot provide a colonoscopy for you. We'll do an x-ray. Now, anyone in the medical profession will know that an x-ray will not show whether you have colon cancer, but it's certainly cheaper than having a colonoscopy. In late November, my mother called me and said, I have colon cancer. I said, how do you know? And she said, because I'm hemorrhaging uh, from my colon. So I called the doctor and I said, well, now what do we do? And he said, well, you'll need to get her into an ambulance to go to the hospital to get into the emergency room, because if you take her, she will never even get into the emergency room. It'll be a tremendous wait. So we arrived at the emergency room, and my mother spent two days in the emergency room. But the more interesting fact was that then she spent two more days in the transit lounge at Vancouver General Hospital. I don't know how many of you travel internationally, but if you fly from San Francisco to London on your way to Rome, you spend a few hours in the transit lounge in transit waiting for your plane. But to spend two days in a transit lounge waiting to get a bed in a ward is not, I think, what the American people want. My mother finally got a colonoscopy um, in the hospital, and she died two weeks later. Her colon cancer was so severe. When governments control hospital budgets, this is one way to keep costs down by denying care. When I turned 50, hard to believe, but I did, my doctor in San Francisco said, you have to have a colonoscopy. And I said, well, there's nothing wrong with me. I don't need a colonoscopy. And he said, well, we want to get a um, baseline about you know, your colon. And so I had one, and I will have one every five years, because that is what is good, and that's what the American people want. That does not happen under a system such as exists in Canada. A woman in Calgary, Alberta, Canada's third largest city, the most American of Canadian cities because of the oil and gas industry, she was expecting quadruplets. So she called her doctor and said, I think I'm in labor. He said, well, I'll call you back. And she said, all right, And he called back and he said, you know, we don't have a single neonatal unit for your delivery here in Calgary. Also, we don't have one in Alberta. And we can't find one in any neighboring province. But we will airlift you to Great Falls, Montana, a city of 55,000, where your quadruplets will be delivered. And that is exactly what happened. But as a Canadian, and as many Canadians do, Canadians have an escape valve. They can come to the United States and get health care, and a lot of them do, and they're not just wealthy Canadians. They're middle-income Canadians who 
want to live a long and healthy life. So when you hear the president and people in the administration saying, we can reduce costs if we don't have so many expensive um, hospital specialty units and specialty hospitals. You know, for this woman whose quads were um, delivered successfully, it was very important not only to her life, but to the life of her quadruplets, and she had that escape valve. If you look at the United Kingdom, because of the long waiting list there, now Britain, under the National Health Service, they have, uh, they allow private health care to run parallel to the NHS. And they, the, the government took over the health service in Britain in 1947. And when the Canadians were talking about taking over the health care system in the 70s, they went to England to find out, well, what are the good things and what are the bad things? And the thing that was most important to the people in Britain and told the Canadians was, you do not want to allow private health care to run parallel to the um, government-run system because people then can make comparisons, and that's not a good idea. So Canada doesn't allow private health coverage. That's um, all run under the Canada Health Act, and each of the provinces manage their health care. So, so that's a very important point, and I think that is what the president wants here in America. He said at the annual meeting of the AFL-CIO a couple of years ago, if I were to design this health care system from scratch, I would design a single-payer health care system. He knows he can't do it overnight, but he wants to take us slowly from A to Z. Belinda Stronach, member of par former member of parliament in Canada, her father, Frank uh, Stronach, Magna, a big auto parts manufacturer, she was elected as a uh, conservative and then a liberal in parliament. She opposed opening up the Canadian healthcare system to any private alternative. And yet, when Belinda Stronach, in June 2007, was diagnosed with breast cancer, what did she do? She didn't sit on a waiting list. She flew to UCLA and had her breast cancer surgery done and paid for it out of pocket. It was fine for her, but it's not fine for the majority of Canadians. As my dear friend in Vancouver, Dr. Brian Day, who is an orthopedic surgeon and the immediate past president of the Canadian Medical Association, um, told me he grew up in Great Britain in council housing along with George Harrison of the Beatles. Most people here are too young to know who George Harrison is. But but he grew up, as, and his father was a communist, he left England and came to Canada and trained as a doc and then did orthopedic specialty. And he runs a private clinic in Vancouver called the Canby Surgery. The British Columbia government is suing him because he is doing surgeries for, and MRIs for people who are paying out of pocket when they, have, they should, under the Canada Health Act, be waiting on a waiting list to get government-run care. When Brian was elected president of the CMA, he told the New York Times, Canada is a place where a family can get a hip replacement for their pet, their dog, in under a week, and yet Canadian families have to wait over two years to get a hip replacement. Is that what we want here in America? I think not. Sally Pipes is president and CEO of the Pacific Research Institute and author of the book, The Top 10 Myths of American Healthcare. Read more on the healthcare debate at our new website, healthcare.cato.org.